Hello, frenzies. You are listening to episode 17 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. Some people have been calling it HTHT, which I like, but I was also thinking maybe HT squared would be pretty cool. (laughs) Anywho, on today's episode, I thought we'd just break away from, you know, self-improvement, trying to learn things, and let's just dish about pet peeves. I asked my Instagram audience what some of their pet peeves were, and I just thought it'd be fun, kind of a relaxing activity to gripe about our pet peeves. (laughs) Going into the end of the school year, we're all stressed out. We could use a little griping. We can use some chanties, and this is the episode for that, so let's get on with it. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Before we start, I just wanted to thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day and for being here and hanging out with me. I do have a little contest going on right now. I definitely want to give away some more of my podcast shirts. They're super cute and they come in a million different colors. I bought quite a few myself (laughs) and now I want to buy some for you my listener. So if you're interested in winning a free shirt, you can click the link below and there are two ways you can win. You can tag the podcast on an Instagram story or you can leave me a review on iTunes and to get entries either way, I'm just looking for your username. Sometimes I don't see all of the reviews or I don't see all of my messages. So I just thought this is a more fair way to keep track of everybody's entries. And yeah, let's get on with this awesome show. Hey, 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 frenzies. Welcome back to episode 17 of HTHT. (laughs) I feel like it's a little too similar to HGTV. (laughs) That's okay, though. Anyway, I am your host, Jessica Martin. I go by the Whimsical Teacher Online because I'm a big stinking weirdo. (laughs) Oh, man, I am in a mood today. I am in a mood. (laughs) Anyway... So a few weeks ago, I just kind of randomly asked my Instagram audience, what what are your pet peeves? Because I was thinking, you know, we all have pet peeves. And I think sometimes we feel, I mean, sometimes we have things that just drive us crazy. And we kind of feel like maybe we are a little crazy. (laughs) But my point in this episode is to share them because one, they're funny and I want to make you laugh. And two, just so you know that if something really bugs you or gets under your skin, you're not alone. There are other people that probably feel the same way. Okay. So I thought first I should talk about my pet peeves (laughs) because it's all about me, right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Anywho, let's see. One pet peeve I have are repetitive noises. And it's really weird because I never thought about repetitive noises until my BFF, like I first met her, we were, you know, 21 or 22. And we used to stay up all night in this um, cafe, drinking coffee and talking about our lives. (laughs) 
<laughs> such a young 20 year old thing to do. Anyway, I remember she told me she hated repetitive noises like alarm clocks and, you know, tapping and ticking. And then I started thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized they irritated me too. So it was almost like I, like I created this pet peeve just by thinking about it. And it's just gotten worse and worse over the years. I'll give you an example that I I was really going bonkers (laughs) one day over it. Um, so me and my husband, we were driving, uh, to the grocery store we live in this really remote little town. So it's like a 70 mile drive to the next town to get to Walmart. And during the summer, you know, like most States, we call it road construction season. Uh, we were kind of, we had to start like driving off the road, you know, to like, that's where they were that's where they were diverting traffic. And so we were driving kind of on the wake up strips and the road. And it was just this loud, bumpy noise. And it was like, bum, 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 bum. But it never changed. It was the same beat, the same rhythm. And it went on for like 12 minutes. And in during like the fifth minute, like five minutes in, I'm like hysterically crying. I can't handle it. I'm rocking back and forth. I'm, you know, we try to turn up the music. I just can't stop focusing on this bum, 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 because it just, it was just the same noise. And so anyway, I thought you'd find that kind of funny that I sort of gave myself my own pet peeve just by thinking about it. I also, I mean, I have a lot of fears too. Like I am, I am legitimately scared of bees. When I see them, I go running and crying like a baby. I'm also really scared of mice, (laughs) especially baby mice, which I know is kind of weird. So anyway, I don't know if those are really pet peeves. Um, I'm trying to think of like with social interactions, do I have any pet peeves? I know so many people that hate loud chewers or smackers, and I kind of hate to admit that I'm a bit of a smacker. <laughs> and I've had a couple people tell me like, well, you quit smacking. I also have a really loud voice in public, and that's a pet peeve of many people. I feel like more, I feel like I get on other people's pet peeves more than like I have pet peeves. <laughs> Okay, let's look at other people's pet peeves now. Oh, I just closed it out real quick. Okay, pointless PD. Oh, could I go on about this one? Yes, I hate it when we get PD that is just pointless. You know when it is. And when I disagree with uh, something going on in PD, it's so hard to turn off the sarcastic faucet, right? As I just start oozing sarcasm. <laughs> okay, let's see what else we have. Alrighty. Um, oh, school culture when there are too many complainers. Yeah, or when it's like the same person complaining about the same thing. It's like, didn't we just talk about this during the last meeting? <laughs> I don't want to say much more. I'll get myself in trouble. Uh, people who don't do their jobs. Ding, ding. <laughs> um, oh, and a lot of people said people who don't do their jobs are like their laziness. I know. I worked at this one school and the one of the teachers, it was her last year before retiring. And she just basically said she was not going to do any of her duties ever again. 
<laughs> and it just drove everybody a little nuts. So <laughs> she'd also just show up 20 minutes late from lunch and her kids would just be lined up in the hallway talking. Oh man, it was good times. All right. Let's see what else is there. Uh, yep. Negative staff. Um, Oh, <laughs> people just dump stuff they don't they don't want into random places and it looks horrible. Yeah, so this person doesn't like, you know, I, I find that there's a couple types of teachers when it comes to organizing. There are, you know, there are people that kind of hide all their junk and then there's people that just make stacks of it everywhere. <laughs> and I've learned over time to buy really cute containers to hide my junk. I'm not a stacker anymore, but... My natural inclination <laughs> is to be a stacker. I'm sorry. I'm a stacker and a smacker. Okay? This is who I am. Okay. Let's see. When kids stand up before the bell rings. Yeah, I can see how that could pro possibly bug some people. Um, I just, I get kind of excited. I'm like, oh boy, they're about to leave. <laughs> I told you I was in a mood today. <laughs> All right. Uh, people complaining that no one will help them, but then not helping others in return. Yeah. And that's, gosh, I've, I've had a lot of this sort of inner dialogue with myself where maybe I'm complaining about people or complaining about support or friendships or negative people. And then I think like, I don't know, am I really the kind of person that like, am I the friend that I would want? <laughs> I ask myself that all the time. And then I realize, like, to some people, I'm really not because you can't be the friend you would want to everybody. It's nearly impossible. All right. Um, oh, this is such a pet peeve. <laughs> oh, getting more work because I'm good at my job and I can handle it. Oh my gosh, this gets my blood boiling. <laughs> And I mean, I know a lot of you out there have had this happen where the your admin comes in and says, well, we we're giving you this, you know, these students because we know you can handle them. It's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> it's it's kind of creepy and weird in education how much that happens or we're expecting you to give up a lot of, more of your free time <laughs> and become a leader of this project because we know you can handle it. Oh, <laughs> I might have to pause as I'm so giggly right now. All right. Um, let's see here. When people are late to pick up their classes from lunch. Oh my gosh. I was just talking about that lady, right? Like she would just show up 20 minutes late from lunch. <laughs> um, losing prep periods and admin not caring. Um, when people say something needs to be done, but nobody volunteers to do it. <laughs> Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, when the new pr principal brings all their cronies in or they, or they already start out the year with favorites. Ugh. Can we just have a whole show about admin favorites? <laughs> um, let's see. No innate understanding by the student that education is important for their future well-being. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be kind of an ongoing trend, right? <laughs> but I mean, I do think that you know, that's our job as a teacher, right? To like try to convince them and show them why all of this is important. And I think, I think that some people might be failing in this area. I'm just saying that, I mean, I think that that's a really big part of Common Core. And I know at least in my state, when we get judged on our, you know, yearly evaluations, 
have we explained to the students how they're going to use this information in the future and why they need to know it? That's a huge part of our, our stuff. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> oh, I cropped out that person's name, but I feel like we could be besties. Salty people, salty people who are in cliques and kiss ups. Here, here. Although I kind of feel salty a lot. In fact, one of my favorite bitmojis is the salty emoji. So it like puts your face inside of a salt shaker. I love that. Unnecessary drama between teachers. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, not being able to trust your coworkers or boss. Oh, that's more of beyond a pet peeve and almost just like a, a giant problem. Uh, when you miss your planner prep times due to meetings Ugh. or district district mandated PD or there's a subs shortage. Ooh, how about how about just sub shortages in general? How about just subs? <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to the next page. I'm having so much fun with this. I feel like this could be just every show. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I talk about Tanty is because... <clears throat> They're kind of my favorites. All right. I love this one. People who don't read emails and then comp complain about not knowing the information that was in the email. Okay. So I'm not, not very detail oriented when it comes to reading emails. <laughs> I'm sure some of my real frenzies that are out there listening are like, no, really? <laughs> like I, I'm a skimmer. I open things, I skim it, and then I forget it. <laughs> skim it and forget it. But I don't complain. I'm just kind of the clueless one walking around like, what? So anyway, I suppose I would be a pet peeve for many of you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, sped teachers being treated like they're less than general ed. Yeah, so that would be annoying if I were a sped teacher. Adults who don't flush the toilet. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Students on their cell phones. We have a cell phone free campus this year. So students are only allowed on their cell phones during like before school and after school. That's it. We just got rid of them. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. As a teacher, I use the cell phones a lot in my teaching because I would say that 85 or 90% of the students had a cell phone in like eighth grade. So as a teacher, it was really handy because like when our internet went down, I'd just be like, oh, go look it up on your cell phone. <laughs> but, you know, I get it. It's annoying for some. Uh, kids who have fits in groups and then they don't like when they don't fit into a group and then they have a fit when they don't get their own way. Yeah, I hate I hate it when you you put kids in groups and then there's, you know, it's just constant, right? It's like they want to leave the group. They want a new group. This person wants out, wants to go to another group. And then the next day they're in another group. I mean, we do these giant PBLs at the end of the year and it's all of the work in a PBL is group based. And it's just, it's maddening. <laughs> It's it's enough to drive someone like truly insane how often they come up and are like, I want to leave my group. No. <laughs> I mean, you want to be flexible, but after like the fifth or sixth time, it's just like, listen, we just went over this yesterday. <laughs> I know some of you out there, some of you are probably like, oh boy, she sounds like a real bear. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's annoying. Um. 
when teachers at the same school don't get the same amount of plan time, ooh, that would really take me off. The number of things to pass out at the end of the day. Oh, how about announcements? Hate them. <laughs> and at, in the junior high level, so we have eight passing periods. We have eight classes a day and a reading period. And oh, the amount of announcements, it's just constant, it feels like. And it annoys me. It's like another repetitive noise. I just want it to stop. Um, or when I've been at schools where they do announcements while you're teaching, and I just feel like if we have a mandated 90-minute literacy block, there should never be an interruption during that 90 minutes. Like if we're supposed to be doing something mandated by law, you better not interrupt me. <laughs> Ooh, I just I just took out the saltiness, didn't I? <laughs> gossiping. Yeah, that's a real bummer. Um, garbage on my floor. I'm not your maid. Ooh, I did hear a cool uh, tidbit. Like I learned this quite a few years ago from my buddy Bryn, uh, from Bryn's teacher bag. And she plays this game called the secret piece of trash at the end of the day. Seriously, it works. So your room's all messy, right? At the end of the day especially if you teach like third, fourth, fifth. I don't know the other grades. I haven't spent much time in them and even middle school. So you walk around the room at the end of the day and you you secretly pick a secret piece of trash. And then the kids go and pick up all the trash. And then whoever found the secret piece of trash, you know, like I used to give them like these little stickers. Um, um, it was kind of a whole brain teaching thing, but whoever found it would get, you know, some sort of special privilege. I don't really believe in just handing out candy, you know, but anyway, it wasn't candy. It would be something like a special privilege or something. And those kids, oh my gosh, they would clean that room. Like it, it, it was so stinking clean every day because of the secret piece of trash game. And, you know, there's probably people on social media that would say that's manipulative and evil, but it made me happy to have a clean room. And we played secret piece of trash every day. And I'm pretty sure those kids loved it. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, adults not being adultish. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably me though. <laughs> Uh, teachers who don't pull their weight, um, no. teachers who are always negative. Bye, Felicia. Go find a new job. <laughs> Ooh, I like that person. Um, humming, tapping, clicking, or any other repetitive noises. Oh my gosh, we have another repetitive noise pet peeve in the house. Woo woo. Um. <laughs> okay, this next one is good. <clears throat> when kids say, why are you looking at me after a fight or they got in trouble? Uh, it's kind of my job <laughs> to supervise people here. So yeah, that's why I'm looking at you. <laughs> no, this is a really good one too. When kids come to school um, and they, they're, we're wearing, they're wearing clothes that are inappropriate for the weather. Like they don't dress warm for winter. And I realize that sometimes, you know, that's a, that's a problem from home. But every single time I've ever called because a kid comes to school in shorts when it's snowing, the parents are always like, Oh, really? I'll bring them pants right now. So I don't know. I think, I think it might be something with the kid trying to, <laughs> trying to be a little, little sneaky pants. All right. Um, admins who micromanage um, or who create more problems than they solve. Ooh, uh, grading and lesson plans. 
It's like the two main parts of our job, right? Lesson planning and grading besides teaching. (laughs) Uh, When people are talking in the halls, people copying 1000 copies in the middle of the day when I only have three to make. Oh my gosh. At my old school, we all had lunch at the same time. And, you know, there were a lot more teachers at my old school than my new school. We had probably, you know, 40 staff members and two copy machines. And usually one of them was broken. And, oh, my gosh, there would be people, like, photocopying entire books during lunch. It was (laughs) really, really got me good. Um, Let's see here. Oh, some of the – so this person says sometimes – her, her coworkers think that she's one of the students. Um, she must look really young. Or, you know, any comments by coworkers about your looks in general? It's like, why, why are you even looking at me? <laughs> now I sound like a kid, right? Why are you looking at me? But you know what I mean. Just, just sometimes your coworkers, they just know the right thing to say to just kind of set you over the edge, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, liars and butt kisser teachers. <laughs> Oh, boy. Let's see. People who complain about everything, if you're that miserable, really, why are you even here? (laughs) Nonsense paperwork. Uh, Teachers that don't allow students to finish their sentence. Oh, yeah. They don't even let them. They don't even listen. They just keep cutting them off. Um, Being tapped. (laughs) Oh, oh, I know this person and you are in the wrong profession. (laughs) I believe she teaches first grade. (laughs) I can only imagine the tapping that occurs in first grade. Like, excuse me, tap, tap, tap. Let's see here. Um, Racism, homophobia, excessive Christianity to the point of hurting others' beliefs and having no allies. Yes, those are all very serious. And I think those are more, you know, like, like, I think those go beyond a pet peeve, right? Oh, dear. My dog's having a weird dream. Those are, you know, really serious topics. Let's see here. Writing reports and student benchmarks. Um, how are how I will differentiate all of these twenty one different ways? Mm-hmm. Know it alls. Yeah, I'm kind of guilty of that sometimes. I mean, hello, you're listening to my podcast. <laughs> oh, I told you I was being saucy today. Let's see. Uh, team members who don't want to be a team until someone else looks better than them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, going over stations more than twice. <laughs> I don't know what grade this person teaches, so I can't really, I don't know. Uh, But especially when you've taught a routine and everyone has it down and then they come back from like a three-day weekend and it's like, oh, routine what? Seriously? No. Uh, Teachers that shh their kids. I know it seems small, but it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think, I think, I think for the most part, most of us know that being like shushers is, is really rude, right? Like we shouldn't be shh in the middle of class. I might be bad about that, especially during presentations. I'm thinking back, like, am I a shusher? Do I even pay attention to that? I know during um, presentations, it drives me up a wall when, you know, someone's up in front of the class doing their presentation and then people start being rude in the audience Ooh, it gets me so mad. That's how all my naughty lists start. Um, and maybe I need to learn better ways to deal with that. Let's see. Uh, people reading a PowerPoint to you. Oh, yeah. Meetings that could be covered in one email. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Lack of support, out of touch principle, uh, teachers that complain and talk about students behind their back. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bad thing that teachers do. Uh, teachers who speak down to students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, team members don't follow through on agreed um, behavior expectations. Yeah. And it's tough when you have a behavior plan set up at your school. And I just, I feel like most behavior plans need to be a little more, I don't know, what am I trying to say? They need to be explicitly written out. Like if this happens, this is the punishment. Because I feel like a lot of teachers just don't really know, especially new ones or new to the building. They're just like, I don't know, because it, depending on what kind of school you, you, that you've taught at before, some behaviors are allowed and some behaviors aren't, you know, like I've heard of some schools that they have rules that, you know, kids don't have to raise their hands ever. Kids can just kind of like have this open Socratic dialogue, right? And so I, I wonder, you know, and another, you'd go to another school and if kids were just blurting out left and right different things and, you know, kind of struggling to learn something like that, I could see how that would be really frustrating. So I think, and, you know, obviously there are so many more rules out there, right? Like, I mean, some schools, you know, there's no swearing and some schools let it slide. And some schools, you know, if you get in a fight, you're automatically suspended. And some schools, it could just be like breaking up the fight and sending them back to class. I mean, I just feel like wherever your school is, you know, make sure you know the explicit rules. And if you have questions, ask. And maybe it needs to be something you bring up in a staff meeting. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Messy classrooms. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. Uh, when the mains, oops, when the mainstream teachers change schedule and do not tell me, oh, okay. So this, this person is maybe like a, a music teacher or something, extracurricular teacher, uh, parents, just parents, all in capital letters, drama, <laughs> I think it's funny the parent and the drama answer came uh, back to back. Uh, Teachers coming in my room to chat when I'm teaching around my planning period. That is my precious time. I think a lot of us agree with that. Another student's touching me, students tapping me, students touching my things. All right. A lot of people, you know, a lot of kids don't have personal boundaries. They don't understand space and how to respect it. Uh, Any politics. All right. All right. Morning announcements only when someone important is on campus. Hashtag faker. (laughs) Oh, boy. Dirty dishes in the staff room sink. We have a dishwasher. Use it. People who don't take pride in their work, and I don't mean the students. (laughs) Uh, When the mainstream teachers change schedule and don't tell me. Okay, I got that one again. Um. Okay, those are all the pet peeves. I think we had some really good ones. I think a lot of us can relate to those. And it's just the life of being a teacher, right? Is that you're dealing with so many different people. I mean, you're dealing with student personalities, other teacher personalities. You're dealing with a boss. You're dealing with parents. And I think, you know, most jobs, you go to work and you have some coworkers and you have a boss. But in this job, you have coworkers, a boss, you have 
students and then their parents. And then you have the general public, the school board, the lawmakers, um, different agencies and organizations coming in and out telling you what to do, all the canned PD. I mean, we're dealing with a lot more people than other people deal with in other careers, you know, and I know some careers deal with a lot of people, but I feel like we are the ultimate customer support job because we are trying to, you know, help kids, help parents, help our coworkers, help our boss, help each other, help ourselves, help our own families. I mean, it's a lot of plates we're juggling. And I think sometimes it's fun to just step back, uh, have a little tanty, complain about it so we can move on and have a good week. Anyway, I hope you like some of these. I hope they gave you a chuckle and perked you up for the week. And until next time, uh, take care of yourself, frenzies. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je- Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> oh no, I don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs>